Clovercrest Media Group is proud to present Season 2 of Stinky Beak. He threatened to kill her, you know. He said it out loud. He said, I will kill you. She did not believe him. I think the circumstances were dubious about her disappearance because she had run away several times prior. She told me he hasn't told a soul. The man driving the car, whoever he was, nobody's ever said a peep. It was never talked about again, even between the two of them. And I'm not sure those two even saw each other after this. In a no-body case, you generally need time and seclusion to dispose of the body. She told me that he's been he lied about this whole thing. In his own mind, he probably does love her in a way we would consider particularly sick or twisted, but I think in his own mind, he does love her. She felt like she was climbing the walls, which isn't a phrase that a kid would use, but that's what she's telling me. Like she felt like she was almost trapped. She said she was trying to look for a way out. I won't go into detail, but I would say you're hot. Subscribe to Sticky Peak wherever you listen to podcasts. divided we stand i just i just can't get over it it's like no matter how many times i see it when i see my name in that explosion it's just oh my gosh you're a bomb that sets it all off you are like a nuclear reaction oh my god exactly couldn't put it couldn't put it better myself absolutely so today we are with everybody the whole gang is here today gang gang cmg takeover yeah, so nope. today it's pretty much the takeover because Joe is sick and um, I'm brain dead and um, life is that. So we sent out like a mass email and we're like, everybody be in the show today. And that's what happened. Surprisingly, who would have thought that anybody else would want to be on this? Because like it's kind of a train wreck, but like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all well, so much speaks, for being here. Speaks <laughs> to the kind of train wreck we have. Yeah. yeah. Is it sure. a is it an organized train wreck? Is it like is there is there such thing as an organized train wreck? Like we we know how to fall gracefully or not fall because we're not we're not falling. We're actually building very nicely. But like the train wreck is it like a graceful train wreck? I suppose <laughs> I feel like we might be still like on the track. Maybe. Okay. Hey, as long as we're still on the track, that, that's all that matters. But um, today, I really want to like kind of center this episode. I know we kind of talked about it last week, and I feel like that's kind of what this show has turned into is just like a continuation. But like, it's fine. It's fine. But um, I want to talk about, you know, I was going to say like my favorite guy, but he's absolutely not my favorite guy. Um, Mr. Tux, Tucker Carlson. I'm sure everybody is familiar with my guy. He seems to be having quite the, I don't know if he's having like a psychotic break or what's going on with him. Um, Yeah, it's a kind of a whole lot. So first of all, he's starting off with saying, if you see children at like a playscape or like at a soccer game, if they're doing any kind of out school activities that you should go up to them and, or go up to their 
people and to ask request that they take their masks off and if they say no to call child protective services or call 911 and get those kids taken away because those kids would be better in foster care than they would playing their soccer game with a mask on that's tucker carlson that's what he says so I guess that must be the truth. He's saying it on Fox News. I know we had this like whole conversation last week about what can be broadcasted as news. Like this, this is being broadcasted as news. Um, also, he's just saying if anybody in the street, if you see them wearing a mask, ask them to take it off because there's no scientific evidence that we need a mask. And he's just like basically saying a bunch of stuff. I have no idea how he's getting away with just saying blatant lies on TV, but I'm pretty sure we have the video, Joe, if you will. I don't know if anybody like watched this live. I didn't see it live, but I saw the clips and Tucker Carlson's uh, a nincompoop. Trying to think of a nice way to, yeah. Trying to think of a nice way to say it. Um, and and that like, and even then, and because I don't think the audio is playing, but like, yeah, there's no audio. Oh, you don't hear that? No, no, sir. But yeah, while while Joe gets the audio situated, even then, like Tucker Carlson, he um. He was the same one. Wasn't he the same one scared of WAP and everything else? And like, he—he's he, just the like went on for more than a year, and know. it's still going on. Not even Tony Fauci still pretends that masks are medically necessary. Instead, masks are purely a sign of political obedience, like Kim Il Sung pins in Pyongyang. We wear them because we have to. The only people who wear masks voluntarily outside are zealots and neurotics. How neurotic are they? Well, we know. A Pew survey from last March found that 64% of white Americans who classify themselves as liberal or very liberal have been diagnosed with an actual mental health condition. And you see them everywhere when you walk down the street in any major city. If you dare to go on foot from Union Station to the Capitol, for example, and walk without wearing a mask, angry Biden voters will snort at you in judgment. How could you, they're saying from behind the guard. How could you? That's the question we should be asking of them in return. The rest of us should be snorting at them first. They're the aggressors. It's our job to brush them back and restore the society we were born in. So the next time you see someone in a mask on the sidewalk or on the bike path, do not hesitate. Ask politely but firmly, would you please take off your mask? Science shows there is no reason for you to be wearing it. Your mask is making me uncomfortable. You should do that and we should keep doing it until wearing a mask outside is roughly as socially accepted as lighting a marble in an elevator. It's repulsive. Don't do it right. around other people. That's the message we should send because it's true. All right. Not. Nothing Get, he says uh, is true at all. I mean, that's a, a, a shocking amount of inaccurate information, Rob. Can, can, can I have a... Oh, go ahead, Victoria. Well, I'm just saying, like... Putting other people in danger, like the theory of lighting a cigarette in an elevator with other people around you and then somebody else minding their own business, wearing a mask, how that's affecting you in any way, shape or form. I, I, what? And I don't know. I literally cut out. I don't know if you guys saw the analogy about him saying it's the equivalent. Seeing a kid in a mask is the equivalent of seeing him get beat up in Walmart. 
yeah. what, what is this? Like, what is this? I So, after I heard that, I was like, this dude's gone, right? Like, a kid getting beat up at Walmart is definitely not the equivalent to that. Like, I, I feel like he should know, because I feel like he probably got beat up a lot as a kid growing up, that which <laughs> made him this way. But then, secondly, like, as I hear him speak, and then he was like, yeah, white liberals, this, that, and the third— I'm going to speak from a very, because I know I'm in a safe space and I'm Mr. I'll piss you off shortly, right? So at my job, I see people in and out every day, in and out of bathrooms, right? And I will say, even during COVID, people will literally, you will hear them go take a number two, the most harmful way possible. It sounds like they're struggling. And you will literally hear them get out the stall. And what do they do? They just walk straight out the bathroom. And I hate to say it. It's it's normally not my skin complexion. I'll just put it that way. It's not my skin complexion. So like, yes, honestly, even after COVID, I probably still will wear a mask because people are nasty. Right. I would tell you like people are just like people in general are nasty just from the people that don't wash their hands from leaving the bathroom. So it's like if I see you hold your hold your junk and then walk out the bathroom. I'm sorry. You're nasty. Like, you, so I, I don't want to hear Tucker Carlson. That's probably the safest thing for me right now is a mask. And if you can't, like, if you can't breathe through that little piece of paper, I call BS. Because I was in the military we, where we had to breathe through masks for days and weeks on end without taking that ish off. So it's just like, I like, get over yourself, Tucker Carlson. You're nasty. He looks nasty. He looks like he doesn't wash his hands before he eats, before he touches anything, before he leaves the bathroom. So, like, I'm, I'm good with that made up stuff i call bs matter of fact everybody should keep their mask on not even just for covid just because people are nasty people cough and it, like if you don't wash your hands then you put your hands on your face people be touching their face and all these all these nasty you know what matter of fact every person that i saw with a beard let's put it that way nine times out of ten people that walked away with a beard that used their bathroom use the bathroom didn't wash their hands and guess what they do they play with their beard all day i wash my hands all day and i know i touch my face a lot but at least I wash my hands. My hands stay ashy because I'm always washing my hands, right? Like, these people just don't wash it. So, like, mm -hmm. ugh, I'm sorry about the nasty rant. But, like, it, it goes to show, like, the, the masks are necessary. Outside of COVID, like, I feel safe because, like, I don't have people coughing all over you. People aren't in your space. Like, I have loved this. Like, I can look at somebody and, like, they know just to back up. Like, it gives everybody a reason to just have safe space. Don't be up under each other. Y'all are nasty. I see people digging in their nose, picking in their butts, and, like, everything else. Like, let's be real. So, like, the least we could do is wear a mask. The least. Well, my question is, how his biggest argument when this all came out and when he talks about vaccines and when he talks about everything is, how are you going to take away my free will? You can't tell me what to do. So why can he walk up to somebody on the street and say, take your mask off? Like, where is the logic in that at all? Like, where is his talking point? Like, he doesn't have one. He's just mad. I don't know why. Like, what is his problem? He, he's stupid, he's an idiot, and he's a bigot. He needs to worry about his own party and, like, the people he support versus a mask. Like, the, the, a mask should be the least of any politics or any news person's, like, worries right now. Like, that's, like, there's a lot more things to talk about. And then to say, like, you'll come up to somebody and be like, please take your mask off. Thanks for saying please, but please get the F out my face. Like, yeah, permanent I'm... masks? Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'm going to allow anybody to walk up to me and tell me to take off my mask for starters. No. And second, I'm not going to walk up to someone and tell them, hey, take off your mask. I mean, it just makes no sense. That's their own prerogative. 
I, and I think that like I, I think that like mask. What I don't want to see. I, what I would love to see is like businesses still support people that want to wear masks, even if they lift a mask mandate, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I might like especially if I travel like in the airports and stuff like that. Not saying every day wear a mask, but if I'm traveling, yeah, definitely let me let me wear my mask in peace. Well, I also, there's in lots of different cultures, I know in Japan, they wear masks like all year round just so they don't get sick and stuff like that. I just, I feel like that would be kind of ridiculous if they enforce something like a mandate where you like, you couldn't wear a mask anymore for like safety reasons. Cause I feel like that would be what they would put it off on. Like, we can't tell your identity if you have a mask on, but like, it's been like this for literally a year and it's like that in many other places. And there hasn't been a lot of news. Well, at least a mass media news of like people are robbing us with masks on. Everybody has a mask. You know what I'm saying? So like that shouldn't be like you said, the headlines of like why we have to take them off now. But isn't that, isn't that the reason why we're uh, flipping out about the transgender things? Because God forbid one in the future may use the equal opportunity bathroom to spy on our kids. I mean, right. it's always it's always that there, one hypothetical that might happen in the future. We got to stop it now. There's always that perv that gets catch at least one a year, and there's you know what I mean that does it anyways without without that. You know what I'm saying? So there's guys that aren't transgender that go into guy, girls' bathrooms, and they, they get caught every year. So it's let, let's let's relax with that issue, people. Like that's a boring ass issue too. Y'all have beat to death for no reason. I know that this is like such like a minor thing, but even like Kimberly as a woman, I just feel like I face so much less like harassment when I wear a mask. But even when I am wearing a mask, like it does still happen, but like it's a lot less, you know, I like covering my face. I get picked up even with a mask on, so I don't get it. Yeah, (laughs) I could have no teeth. (laughs) That's the scary part. Like, (laughs) and as a guy, like, I can only imagine the single guys that's out here, like, trying to date. Like, that's scary. You meet somebody with a mask. How do you, like, revert, like, if they're not attractive? Even for women, too. So let me ask the ladies, right? So you... You meet a guy, right? And you're like, all right. And then, like, he pulls his mask off. And let's say, like, his his, his teeth are throwing up gang signs. And, like, his lips are ashy and crusty. How do you, how do you like, call audible? What do you do? Uh, Conversation was good. Like, you're vibing. Like, everything was good. But once that mask came off, like, say you met him at, like, the mall or something. You were out. And you exchanged numbers. You guys been kind of talking. This, that, and the third. And then say, boom, he, he shares, like, his Instagram or, like, Facebook with you, right? And then you see, like, massless. And it's like, mm, do you ghost them? Or do you, like, end it? Or do you just keep going? This, like, literally happened to me the other day. I'm not even kidding. I was getting so... Uh, if he's watching this, I'm so sorry. But, like... <laughs> Let's go! I, some, I was getting my phone fixed and somebody walked up to me. And honestly... I, they did not look how I thought that they were going to look. Not like bad, <laughs> but like it wasn't like bad, but it was just like not. not it, so did you ghost him? Did you ghost him? I didn't ghost him, but okay. like it was. Or not um, yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. You know, I I I have to tell you this Tucker Carlson thing. Uh, one of his comments was, "If you let the Democrats force you to get the vaccine, they'll have complete control forever." You see, that's the game Tucker Carlson's still playing. This this red state versus blue state liberal versus conservative nonsense. 
And so that's why he goes on there and he spews the idiotic things that he says. There was a lawsuit that Tucker Carlson was involved in, and here's what the judge determined in regards to things that he says. Fox News host Tucker Carlson is not stating actual facts about the topics he discusses and is instead uh, engaging in exaggeration and non-literal commentary. Fox persuasively argues that given Mr. Carlson's reputation, any reasonable viewer arrives with an appropriate amount of skepticism about the comments that he makes. So Fox News is all but said, this guy's full of crap. They air him in prime time. And if you're stupid enough to believe it, that's on you. That's literally, legally, Fox's stance on Tucker Carlson. And isn't that getting ratings? For Fox News, but that's the same thing they yeah. everybody like kill CNN for, right? To have somebody on there for the ratings, but that's so the they're all though. doing it, right? It's like the CNN doesn't do it to this extent. They don't go on there and just like make stuff up and just like say whatever and like you know what I mean. Yeah, there's a lot of right wing media though. Um, our buddy Carlos could t- tell you all about it because he reads it every day. <laughs> stuff that's yeah, just not true. Stuff yeah. that's long been debunked, but it plays into their narrative. It plays into that red versus blue, which they still have going on. Liberalism is a mental disorder. I mean, Tucker Carlson basically said that in that clip that you watched just a few minutes ago. Liberals all have a mental disease. That whole Trump derange, uh, derangement syndrome. That mm-hmm. I mean, uh, who's suffering from that? Wouldn't you say it was the idiots who took everything he said and, and ate it for breakfast on a daily basis? Give me a that's break. what I'm saying. This the is, fact that that's this is shameful. Tucker Carlson shouldn't have a platform. Why Fox News allows this to continue? You know, look on the other side with CNN. And you sort of said it. I mean, CNN isn't going out there making up news. We right. know both networks are very biased one one way and one the other. I but- didn't mean to say CNN was making up news. They do no, no, pander. No, no. They do pander. Certain Listen, data. every network panders to somebody. But right. at some mm-hmm. point, even Newsmax was like, all right, this yeah. this this fraud at the election, it's baloney. And we're going to stop saying that now. I mean... At some point, you have to have the slightest bit of integrity, and I find it shocking, especially as somebody who really used to enjoy uh, Fox News, that they'll they'll just continue to spew this nonsense and then act like, why can't we all get along better? I don't understand. No, you do. You're causing it. Yeah. Well, isn't it? I mean, you know, I went to a broadcasting school. And we had to create news stories, news stories, the who, what, when, where, and how, and why. And isn't the, like, from my experience of having to go through that, I realized that all the news is supposed to do is tell a story. And how long has it been going on telling the story to get you to believe something that isn't really 100% facts or truth. It's to tell a story to get you to think one way, not think for yourself. The credit, it, it, it brings up a good question about 
where does the credibility lie in media now right and the news so you think about like like even growing up and you know having to cite your sources and stuff like that but like even with some of the news especially the local news now it seems like the news is very watered down and it's not very well cited it's very just opinionated you know what i mean based minimal facts and then it just leads with opinion and of course that person's personal opinion seems to bleed out right um it, but the credibility there it doesn't seem like news has that credibility anymore um but where does that credibility lie and who who are we or like not who are we but like are is it up to us as the consumer that consumes this the media to uphold these people now to that certain credibility so like if cnn if fox if msnbc if these news media outlets aren't being as credible like how do we hold them accountable to get them to get back on a credibility level right that we would mm -hmm. hope for um i i just feel like the center of it is like why i understand that it's like entertaining because honestly like it's entertaining like i literally the reason that i kind of wanted to center this episode mostly around tucker because like I don't know if he really believes this or if it's just because he's making so much money from it, but like he is, it's, it's a lot. Like it is really tarnishing his reputation and it's not like he's going to be able to get a job anywhere outside of Fox anytime soon. And honestly, I think that him still being at Fox and like him allowed to be broadcasted at Fox is like, a blessing for him seriously like i'm so surprised that even they didn't decide to drop him so i Whoa. i really don't i can't answer that because i don't even know his motive for like doing this i really think he might be losing it i'm i really think that that might be the root of it <laughs> yeah but whether he's losing it or not you still have these people that tune in to listen to him you well, know, yeah, so. and I think it's because they wholeheartedly believe everything that he's been saying because there's people that will back it up. And you have Ben Shapiro, who's going to Home Depot and buying a single piece of wood and saving the world. You know what I mean? You have people like that who are like, yes, Tucker, do the damn thing. You know what I mean? And my pillow guy who are like on his side, it's not just him. It's like you have all of these people who are being broadcasted as news and that's why so many people believe this. It's not, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy that it's it does. It's not a matter of opinion anymore. You know what I mean? Like this is like facts to some people because they saw it on the news. Well, I mean, you gotta. I I started just watching the news and taking everything just with a grain of. Oh, Joe. Oh, sorry. That was the mistake. That was that's my bad. No, wrong, wrong graphic, Frank. We're promoing um, Frank right now on the Speaking It Real podcast. You know, and Frank, by the way, does not work at a car up. wash. He does not. That's just yeah, a long just, running that's joke. That's a long running us. car wash vibes, also. But God, <laughs> you forget what I was talking about now. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> So anyway, were you so, talking about waxing my hubcaps or no? <laughs> no, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't talking about that. But you know, this guy again—he's getting his viewers or watching him 
people just want to tune in to what crazy stuff he's going to say next. You know, I mean, me personally, when it comes down to the news, I stop watching Fox. I stop watching CNN, NBC. I started just going abroad, you know, getting news, you know, from from other countries to see what they're saying about us. Then I'll look it up here. I'll see here and see there. But I'm not watching it as much as I used to just on it because, I mean, Fox, forget about it. You know, CNN's better, but you're not getting nothing out of it. You're getting them, you know, you're getting just two, two, two sides, the right and the left. That's it. There's no, you know, I'll, I'll tell you in regards to Fox, there's a couple of times uh, over the last couple of years where Fox has done an incredible disservice to its viewers. Number one, uh, during the James Comey uh, testimony several years back, Fox didn't cover that live. (laughs) Fox ran regular programs and then sort of talked about when they did the same thing with the impeachment trials. They didn't go to the impeachment trials live. They just talked about what was happening, and they were not telling the truth about what was happening, uh, that you could easily flip on CNN or C-SPAN or MSNBC or even OAN, and you would have seen uh, those impeachment trials. So, again, Fox News is sort of trying to create a reality for its viewers, and I think that's dangerous, too. You, you, you don't want people to live with their head in the clouds. You know, I mean, CNN certainly fluffs things up, but let's not forget that it was the Democrats who took Al Franken out for the same thing that no one else has been punished for uh, in, in light of the Me Too stuff. So just want to put that out there. Oh, I'm glad that you brought that up because this kind of has nothing to do with anything that I put in the notes or anything, but we did kind of talk about this a couple of weeks ago. We did a kind of a whole segment on like Hollywood not holding guys accountable and something new just came out with the Jake Paul story. If you guys are familiar with Jake Paul, he's the one that's been fighting. He just, you know, knocked out like 70-year-old Ben Askren and then cried about it, if you remember that. Yeah, that's him. But (laughs) one of the girls who just came out against him um, is saying that she's getting death threats, like obviously she would, but she's just made it public and saying that she's going to shut off all of her comments and not be really active on things anymore because it's just just been getting too much. And this is an expected thing, but people are still telling her that it's all for clout and that she's getting something out of it but all she's getting out of it is death threats and i just kind of wanted to reiterate nobody is doing anything like that for victoria can i tick off, can i give you the list of women who have made accusations of sexual assault against men and then went on to become rich and famous here yeah. here's, here's the list let's do it yeah that's it oh, right hold on i become rich and famous that's yes, from from falsifying from a, from a false allegation of rape or sexual uh, harassment. Tell me which woman got super rich and famous doing that. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to say super rich and famous. I got. I got to look it up. But I, I don't. I don't know if she got a book deal or whatever. Um, but was, did but, she actually get it? Or but no, she actually went know? to jail though. She actually went to jail. So I can't remember if it actually went through or whatever. But okay. she. But yeah. But yeah. I mean. But yeah. But yeah. not. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, but people, women lie about it all the time. I want to make sure, not not to say that it's, we, of course, protect women, but women do have, it's been documented that women have lied about sexual allegations sure. for absolutely, to, for their benefit. 
Not going to say absolutely. There's about a 4% chance that your allegation against you is false. Because, again, let's let's talk about this for a minute. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. I mean, most women don't report these things anyway. So the ones who actually have... I don't want to say the courage. That's the wrong word. But but who decide? You know, no, to, it is that. Like it I is. Guess like, you would have say the courage it's courage. To say it's the courage to that. go to the police, right? I mean, again, they probably have pretty. I would imagine injuries. I would imagine. Uh, no, sometimes you, that's the scariest thing is when you don't have injuries. Fair enough. And you don't, Absolutely. That is I just mean to say, you know, what would prompt you to get up? I mean, I think if you're in one of those situations, Victoria, where like the guy was kind of forceful, but did a lot of like, oh, no, it's OK. And you, you do your thing. And then you realize later on, like, nah, I didn't feel right about any of that. Like, that's. That's right. Where you're, where you're questioning what what happened, like that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like you've been assaulted, um, and you go and report it, whether it's harassment or or sexual assault. And you literally go. I mean, I would assume it would be a pretty substantial happening that would that would lead you to just no doubt. I have to go report this. Maybe you're physically unable to do much, but dial nine one one. So again, this idea that that I mean, here here's the other thing about false accusations. When people make false accusations, I mean, they're usually pretty easy to disprove, right? I mean, you were either there or you weren't. If exactly. you were there, you're already given, you know, you've now put yourself at the scene of the crime. So yeah, it's, police would sort of take it from there. But it, it's not like, you know, listen, you're not, you're not walking into the police station and they're like, you're going to jail. I mean, there has to be evidence. It can't just be that this woman said this. There needs to be some evidence. If this woman's like, I got raped at 8 o'clock in my apartment, and I'm like, well, I have a receipt from 8.15. I was on the other side of town having dinner for the previous hour. Well, the cops would be like, sir, we apologize. Clearly the wrong guy. Have a good day. That's how that would work. Evidence would uh, immediately exonerate me. That's what evidence does. Now, if I was like, well, I was, uh, I had dinner at 7.30, I can prove that, and, and her apartment's a 30-minute walk. Uh, and she's alleging it happened. And well, then that would all seem to jive out. Oh yeah, I was over there. I have an Uber ticket from from uh, or an Uber. You know what I mean? There's ways to prove or disprove something. So again, also, uh, who would be incentivizing you to make up those allegations? Is this George Soros? Right. Um. Got it. This is okay. So I usually don't do this. I usually don't go off book. If we don't like post the comments or if they don't, we, if we don't filter them through, I usually do not address them, but I feel like I have to do this. Somebody just said that her story was, and I quote, I went to his bedroom and we were kissing and I was like, no, not doing anything. And he was like TF and then gave an aggressive kiss yikes and walked away oh my god literally her story when that was not her story at all if you watched her account of it literally if you watched even five minutes of the video which it's pretty clear that you didn't she was made to sign a non-disclosure agreement when she walked through the door of the house get her picture taken and told that if she said anything about what happened during the time there that she would get arrested or sued for everything that she had. So that was already red flag number one. And he was there. It was time and place and there were text messages lining up. That is what happened. So for you to go, this is exactly what we're saying. Why would anybody 
make this up when there's people like you who say stuff like this, when there's a whole account and evidence that something did happen. That's really crazy. Women are not believed often. Like that is like the really crazy thing. And I'm sorry, I don't want to... I don't want to say that I was I disbelieve her. I didn't mean her. I, I thought initially off my comment, I thought Joe was going to the point of like, not you. I wasn't oh, okay. you when I said that. I was addressing the comment who was completely giving a completely oh, wrong account of what happened. Yeah. Uh, I'll shut back. But up. here's the thing. <laughs> okay. Now, how many times in history men have been the dominant, powerful one? Okay, and treated women as trophies, pieces of property, or less than them. Still today, and they feel like they could do whatever want what they want. Secretaries, assistants, when the women are getting into the workforce, sexual assaults, and a lot of times these guys are very powerful. It puts fear in the woman's mindset, and they go around, no one's gonna believe you anyway. Right, and like, that's like another thing too, is like what, I feel like guys get really worked up when they're like, oh, but she said yes, but it's like, did you have to sit there and talk her into doing it? And like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the times, overall, there's just a power dynamic, regardless of if you're Jake Paul and just like some girl, like there's a lot of the times a power dynamic when it's just like two people, because nine out of 10 times when a girl says no, something happens to her, she gets raped anyways. So that's why they give in. So you know what I mean? A lot of the times it's not as black and white as you really think it is. And that's why I feel like we keep having this conversation on this show. It's because it's obviously not all around understood, you know? And not only that, there's a, what is it? Um, persuasiveness of you, you know, men telling women or young girls, you know, one thing, and then when it comes right down to the nitty gritty, it's something totally different, not what they're told, like they were misled. And then they're in this like back up against the wall kind of scenario or circumstances, they don't know what to do. How are they supposed to react? How are they supposed to respond? And how are they supposed to defend themselves if they weren't taught? Right. Let's look at Jeffrey Epstein for a perfect example. And all the things that he's done that's coming out now. I know. That's like the craziest thing is that like people, it really took that long for people like him and Harvey Weinstein and Quentin Tarantino and all of these other people. Like people still don't believe those stories and there's so much proof to this day even like right now i just saw the story well i didn't just see it. i saw it a couple months ago but like marilyn manson nobody's talking about that anymore and he apparently did some really horrific things and they're still playing his music on the radio like what's up with that like i really don't understand that because when it's like everything bill cosby was like no no more bill cosby but with everybody else it's like oh yeah we'll still keep supporting their stuff what's up with that <clears throat> I think with that, unfortunately, it's a monetary thing, right? So, like, until somebody actually gets, a, like, not only accused, but actually, like, uh, charged. What is it? 
like if they actually get like uh what is it get time for it right if they actually go to court and they get found guilty of it i think that's when people actually take the money away but until like they found they're actually found guilty they're like it's only accusations and and i'm not saying this is the right thing but this is just thinking you asked why i'm thinking kind of in the business mindset right of these you know what i mean like Marilyn Manson still getting plays. He's still getting streams. So like the 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 record labels, they're not gonna stop their money until he might be maybe found guilty. Until then, unfortunately, they're just gonna keep letting it go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <clears throat> Bill Cosby, he didn't even really get the issue didn't get like really pushed and they didn't pull pull all his shows until he actually was like in trial right he actually started going to trial and then that's when they started pulling stuff um unfortunately uh so yeah it, it, it's always the business side of things you know that people are business minded that money once that money starts getting affected then that's when they believe right and that's the unfortunate side right it is it's sad very look if um, you gotta sit there and convince somebody and you just gotta keep on talking to them hey yeah 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 then you know what there's something wrong there once once no is said is no it doesn't matter oh absolutely no i well, i was always taught the first no is the only no that's it even and even I feel like that's what everybody should be taught but that's not uh normal thing you know what i mean like people the people usually don't have that conversation a lot of the times the consent conversation isn't had at all in households you know what i mean especially when it comes to girls like what that looks like on your part you know what i mean i think i was fortunate because i was raised by women you know what i'm saying so like that conversation definitely was had and like i even in life right so like i i never really believed it growing up when my mom would be like nope if a girl says no you take that no even if she's like no no come back nope that's your no like that first that's no it, your it, hour, take it right and l literally that that first no has saved my ass once and i'm so you know what I me mean? and i'm so glad i took that first no um but you know what i mean i'm glad i was fortunate as well to be raised by women in that sense because that it was drilled and drilled and drilled and drilled um to respect women right um so hopefully now and i and i well i feel like it seems like the newer generation you are your generation i might be lying I, you know what i mean maybe outside of like you know jake paul's and some of the celebrities but it seems like the boy the, you know the young men at least seem to have a better respect for women maybe or am i just is it am i just that out of, <laughs> out of... um well i feel like there's definitely um like more guys like it's not the 90s who are like socially aware you know what i mean okay yeah and i also feel like since mm, things can be like talked about more openly now like that's why it is the way it is and like even like in the 2000s and stuff like that like girls were really sexualized and that's kind of just like how it was like you were kind of just only there for like your body and stuff and also like i feel like it was really normalized for like people's husbands to be like at the strip club all the time and it was like oh that's just like larry's saturday night but it's like things aren't really like that anymore and i feel yeah. like consent is different and relationships are different now and i feel like it's because of like the openness and i feel like it does have a lot to do with like online and i feel like it is like a really good thing and i talk about it all the time we get a lot of comments saying like 
whatever gen z is stupid and like snowflakes and stuff like that but i really do think that like this is like genuinely like the smartest generation ever because we have so much at our fingertips and i feel like we are so interested and we want to learn and we want to actually make a difference because if we don't there will be nothing and we won't be able to have families and there needs to be a change or else there literally won't be a world or a country or anything so i don't know i think the generation is real powerful i appreciate you guys because you guys are the generation that's sitting there saying you know what nah fuck y'all we're gonna just like we're gonna be loud about this change like my generation we're like we're just like we need to do something but we didn't know what we wanted to do like we we're just like yeah no nah, like because we started like we were just getting into like the computer like we were the generation where like we had the we had we had the computers and you know school but it was like uh oregon trail but then we grew up with computers oregon right trail. yeah like oregon but like trail. my generation was like we grew up with computers so it was growing so like i remember do what we didn't even realize was like true coding with myspace stuff and you know what i mean so like you guys have maximized all that right so we are just like no there's something out here you guys are tripping f you old people we're gonna figure it out we don't care so we were the rebels now y'all are like yo we're gonna like yeah screw all y'all we're gonna really just make change within ourselves and it starts with us and let y'all just die off and we'll just figure it out and then grow from there so i i respect it now the tide pods and like other things oh i don't God. know Could we move on? <laughs> but no nah. you, know I mean? you guys have actually like made tiktok well I, you know what you guys had tiktok I will say that it didn't become fun until we got on it, but now it's been like a good battle. And now, since we're on it, TikTok is right. Yeah, TikTok is literally everything. But like the zillennials of TikTok is what really makes it, in my opinion. It's like the real cuspers, you know? Yeah. Like those are the ones who, like honestly, me. Yeah, yeah, y'all got, got, got it. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. You know, it's it's funny. Uh, there is uh, Tucker Carlson, I guess, is on right now, and his fans are flocking in droves uh, to to this show right now. And I know they're really upset by the things that they've heard here today because oh, Tucker Tucker doesn't want you to think outside the box. And so it's really easy to just eat up what he says, and it plays into your narrative it plays into what you want to hear and that's all tucker's doing what tucker's doing is the same stuff you think cnn is doing and and the joke it's on it's happening on both sides i mean again these these people who hold listen if you hold up tucker carlson like a source of information or or you do the same with rachel maddow you're an idiot I've said this once. I'll say this a thousand times. Don't tell me what Bernie Sanders or AOC thinks. Listen to it. Listen to their entire speech. You can do that. It's accessible. If you want to know what Matt Gates is saying, if you want to hear what Mitch McConnell's saying, you can look it up and listen for yourself. For Stop free. listening to what other people are telling you people are saying. Again, we played clips of what Tucker Carlson said so you could hear the idiotic statements that he made. Mm -hmm. If you choose to believe them, Fox News says you're just a typical Fox News listener, kind of an idiot. That's literally what they said. What they, they literally said. said that you're kind of an idiot and that you need to be listening with like a little bit of skepticism or else you're hit. You're just dumb and we're sorry, but you're dumb and that's not our problem. 
is is everyone had i mean looking at the 80s 90s and you know now we're in the 2000s there's some people that just the one news station that it's like their religion Mm -hmm. they can't wait to see and they're they program themselves that's what television is programming and they believe every word that news anchor or that news reporter is saying as their Bible, their religion. And and they don't even think of, wait, what about, or even asking a simple question of what mm. they're hearing? We've been all so programmed to believe our media without even questioning the integrity and the authenticity of them. They're right. getting paid to tell the story. It's up to us to investigate and do our own research and think outside the box to see if it's true or not. Yeah, and like that's the thing too. I see a lot of stuff about like, oh, well, we have like the internet and stuff, but the internet is just as bad. If you go on there and you search for what you're looking for, you will find an article about it. You know what I mean? Like, you will find something to support your cause, regardless if it's factual or not. And if you don't, you'll post the article anyway and be like, look, it says it right there. And then you read the article and you're like, that doesn't say anything of what you just suggested it did. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a great example. Frank's co-host, Carlos, um, cited something from Rolling Stone magazine. And underneath the comment, it was like, just so you know, this is bullshit. And I said to Carlos, did you read the next line? Where I mean, like, come on, dude. They, they laid it right out there for you. They told you that that wasn't true. And you believed it anyway. Stop that. Mm-hmm. For, for the people that do their own research, they're, they're, here's, here's what I say all the time about that. What is, your, what is your method? What is your method? Here's how you can identify a fake news story. Your blood's boiling. If you if you watch or read something news related and your blood is boiling, there's a pretty good chance that that's fake news and that it was designed to do exactly what it just did to you and it got the reaction that it wanted. Yeah. So, again, stop being stop being sheep and falling for it. Well, what about like okay, perfect example. When you need a car repair, right? or you've been in a car accident, you get three estimates, right? And then you choose the estimate that fits your, you know, pocket to dish out the money. You get three. Well, why don't you get three stories on that same subject that you're questioning from different, you don't have to go just to Google. You could go to Yahoo, MSN, you know, other platforms. Yeah, absolutely. And then compare the three, and you can find some similarities and differences and compare, and then you can decide what the truth is. I agree. That's why I like usually when I, when I when I when I watch I start with Fox the, who I don't who I dislike the most and then I go on to like other news sources and I see which one everybody's talking about and then usually you'll get that and then I read I read all day whether it's on my computer or whether it's my between 
uh, the newspaper and then the Wall Street Journal. Um, yeah, you got to stay informed and see the different avenues and understand. I, I think that's another thing, like understanding the perspectives of every source, right? Understanding where they're coming from and what, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? What, what kind of side they fall on, whether they're far left, far right, in the middle, you know, and what kind of source they are, right? Well, right. God, it's just, you know, the seeing, seeing the truth in different aspects because, I mean, history has even, you know, shared any events, they're going to take 50% of the truth out and I give feel the like rest. A lot of this is crazy. And I feel like a lot of the conversation that we're having is a little bit like, oh, my God, because it's like a lot of the times when I, like, get news, it's pretty obvious to me when I'm using, like, common sense and stuff like that what is real and like what is not like you know what i mean and like what i should be taking into account so it really does blow my mind that there are people who will sit here and watch this and equate smoking a cigarette in an elevator and beating the shit out of a kid in walmart to wearing a mask that is really crazy to me like where do you draw the line where do you draw the line I'm glad that we're back on this topic again of the news because I really do. I don't want to stray away from talking about our friend talks right here. I'm not going to let him have a break. Joe, do you have the video of him dismissing an officer right here? We're talking he was talking about the Derek Chauvin trial after George Floyd was brutally murdered in the street. Um, so we're going to be talking about Tucker. He's talking to an officer who is not, he wasn't there, but he's of, I'm pretty sure he was from the New York Police Department. He was the head officer, and he was basically saying how he should have been arrested. Everything that happened in that courtroom was justified, and homie Derek should be spending every single, should be spending the rest of his life in jail, to be honest, if anything. And this is what Tucker had to say on that. But honestly, he said it way nicer than that. Very well spoken. Absolutely nothing that you could Nothing that he said was wrong. There's no argument to be had, but this is what Tucker had seen. I, I just think that it was excessive yeah, and well, it shouldn't happen. The, and what I'd like the, to say, the guy more, who did it looks like he's going to spend thing. the rest of his life in prison. So I'm kind of more worried about the rest of the country, which, thanks to police inaction, in case you haven't noticed, is like boarded up. <laughs> so that's more of my concern. Well, but I appreciate you coming let, on, Ed Gavin. Thank let, you. Let, nope, done. Thank you. Yeah. Nope, done. Boarded up. What is wow. he even talking about? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, really funny. Talk. Also, also, <laughs> you know, these the sock party. They respect the blue until the blue doesn't agree with them, and then they'll piss all over it like they did January sixth when they were just killing cops and beating on them. I For mean, it, 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 it's amazing what a hypocrite you can be <laughs> when you're just trying to get your way. And so, for all the big crybaby Tucker Carlson fans that are watching. If your guy told the truth, number one, Fox News would have said that in court. <laughs> the joke's on you. The joke is literally on you. And you can defend all you want, but it just shows how stupid you are. That you're, that you're literally arguing with people that are showing you the truth. Uh, uh, that takes a special kind, doesn't it? It really does. No. That laugh, I just cannot get over it, and I can't stop doing it. Like, in my spare time, I'll do it. Again, I laugh like listen, Tucker. <laughs> here, here, here's my thing, right? Somebody's like, did you see what Tucker Carlson said tonight? You know what I do? I'll go find the clip. 
mm-hmm. of Tucker Carlson saying it. Yep. If somebody says, oh, did you hear that speech that Matt Gates today? I don't want you to tell me what I'll, I'll just watch it and I'll hear it for myself. I mean, all of this stuff is available to people. You can Google and see all the court records where Fox News literally explained to a judge that Tucker Carlson's full of shit. And you and you and you you buy it as fact. Joke's on you, buddy. It's on you, not us. Literally, like I just cannot. How? Uh... Also, a rejection of Tucker Carlson isn't an embrace of liberalism, idiots. Like for real. Like if you're a Republican and like that is who you're, like, yep, yeah, I'm gonna die on this grave. We we ride in with Tucks till the day I die. Swear to God, that you need to. You're not. You don't have somebody good representing your cause. Like you know what I mean. You need somebody else. Genuinely, Caitlyn Jenner would probably be a better bet for you. You know what I mean? Because she's running. You know, but yeah, that'd probably be better. Um. Massive one-year rise in homicide rates collided with the pandemic in 2020. Experts say crime across the U.S. in 2020 was no like other years because of COVID. And that's true. That's 100% true. There needs to be, we were talking, they were just talking about that on the news today. There needs to be some kind of mental health resources because there's so much craziness going on regardless of if it's violence towards other stop the violence stop the violence so what is so a massive oh. we're real quick here here's just sort of a funny story i'm vaccinated 100 percent vaccinated I'm, I'm i'm good to go my wife is too so is my daughter her sister is double vaxxed because she's a healthcare professional as is her husband also a healthcare professional also double vaxxed they have a baby my wife last week decided to go visit that baby for the first time in person. Three days later, we found out my sister-in-law, again, double vaccinated, tested positive for COVID. And you want me to get vaxxed? Rob. Again, getting, <laughs> getting vaxxed doesn't mean you can't get it. it what it means is, is that it's not going to kick your butt. Um, my whole family, I'm still waiting for my results. I got tested separately. They've all come back negative. I feel like garbage the last 24 hours. Um, I don't know what's cooking or what might not be cooking, but uh, it's a real thing. Um, I also, twice this past week, I had lunch with a buddy. Again, I'm vaccinated, didn't realize I might have been exposed. Uh, And then went and saw another friend who's got a wife who's a nurse and who's got a little baby at home. Mm. And whether this turns into anything or not, my bigger concern was whether I might have passed it on to other people. Mm-hmm. And I called all of those people involved and I let them know that I had come in, my children and my wife had come in contact with somebody who tested positive. I don't think you probably have it. I wanted to make you aware of it. You might want to go get yourself tested. Somebody who was actually in my studio before my wife went, went and got herself tested as well. I went and got tested. Yeah, I mean, it's a good idea, and and, and, and I'll tell you, uh, I had not been tested. I got the vaccine. I'd never been tested. I felt great, uh, and I literally just uh, on <laughs> just a day or two ago wow. uh, finally got the uh, – yeah, it was awful. But, again, we, we don't wear masks for ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm not wearing a mask for myself. I'm vaccinated. Again, I'm supposed to be all right in the grand scheme of things here. I'm doing it for you. 
I hate wearing them. I, I, I don't like wearing them. I don't like that thing on my face. I really hate it. It takes everything. I, I mean, most of the time I get out of my car and I start walking towards wherever I'm going. And I'm like, ah, a year later, I still don't. I'm still not used to this nonsense. But it's the law right now. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants them to be permanent morons. I don't know how you can take Rob earlier saying we need to keep them on for the time being to mean forever. Or that if people that, want to wear them, that they have again, to be permanent forever. Hey, not for nothing. People that live in China have been wearing masks for like a decade. That's literally what I was saying earlier. So, again, I mean, look, we can continue to politi- politicize everything, uh, including COVID-19. Or we can get over ourselves, like in a big way. Accept the facts. And be careful. So that we can get this stupid thing over. So that we can fight again face-to-face in public squares. Wouldn't that be nice? It would be nice. Yeah. You know what? It's funny. I keep talking about on my podcast about history repeating itself until we wake up. Back when the Spanish influenza happened, they wore masks too. And right. it was the biggest pandemic in history. And the United States is right up there to... How many deaths were in back in the Spanish influenza? I think there were 675,000 deaths in the United States when the Spanish influenza. We're at 500 and something thousand. They wore masks too. They were, it's like, wow, I, I feel like we're repeating history, just different time period. Right. That's exactly what it is. And I'm like, hello, wake up. Yeah, the fact that people still don't see it, even though, like, this constantly happens. Yeah, there's so much proof, what regardless it, of that, that we just, like, need to be wearing masks. And it's just, it's so crazy. This is from 1917. Yes, there were idiots, even in the, there were the 1970 anti-mask. Spanish flu, that yeah. were anti-mask. Thank God exactly. those people didn't win out or we wouldn't be here today. Right, exactly. That's like what we're saying. For everything you have, there has, there's always been a vaccine that people had to get so it didn't get crazy. Like, there's, this is not like the first thing. This is not the first global pandemic that we've had to get through where we've had to wear masks and all get vaccinated and do the thing. So, you know, you see, there's everybody looking exactly the same. You know, science is science. And it, it evolves for sure, but like there are some things that clearly are repeating themselves. We Before we move up? on, exactly, <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to Rocky Hill Accountants. Joel, roll the video. I just sounded like I should call you Joel. I didn't. Sorry. <laughs> it kind of sounded like you did. I'm all right with that. Rocky Hill Accountants offers a unique, low-pressure approach to professional and personal services, which is why they have an excellent client retention rate and are extremely proud of the high-quality services that their firm provides. The executive team at Rocky Hill Accountants has over 35 years of combined experience in income tax preparation, bookkeeping, accounting, and IT crypto tax. They specialize in individual income tax preparation, as well as trusts, estates, and gift tax returns The tax deadline for individuals is May 17th. If you're one of the 50 million Americans who still hasn't filed, visit RockyHillAccountants.com. 
So anybody, if you need tax work done, if you just need an accountant, if you just need somebody to rely on, if you just need somebody to call and talk, I'm sure that if you pay them enough, they'll probably do that too. Rocky Hill Accounts, baby. You know what I'm saying? You Rocky Hill Accounts for all your needs. Numerical, maybe even personal. Who knows? Hit them up. Rocky Hill Accountants. <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much to Kimberly and Mr. Frank. I'm so excited that we had you guys on. Thank you so much for coming. I'm sure that this will not be the last time that we have the whole squad. I would say thank you to Rob, but he he refuses to acknowledge that he's a part of this show, even though yeah, he right. what? I did not. No, I gave you the credit. I gave you your credit, and by me giving you credit, it turned into me not wanting to be. No, that's not it at all. I was... So. You know, also one last thing, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And like Pete Davidson said, we out here and we crazy. So thank you so much for watching. You can find us at clovercrestmedia.com slash Divided We Stand. Apple Podcasts, we're on there, Divided We Stand. Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, the whole shebang. You know where to find us. Catch up. You can also watch Kimberly's show. And speaking it real, you already know we accidentally promoted <laughs> she actually promoted Fridays at night. I love the way this is Yo, somebody screenshot this, tag us at Divided We Stand, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. The greatest yes. of all time. It's like, oh, we gotta put that with the like the boom with her name as we were talking, with her oh, name. Oh, yes. we Yo, I'm telling you right now. Somebody please screenshot it. that. Yes. I got it. All right. It. Peace out, y'all.